Let us pray together. May the words of my lips and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, last night on Christmas Eve, we looked together at John 1 and its simple message that real hope is found in Jesus. This message that Jesus is our hope is something that many need to hear right now amidst what often seems like a time void of hope. Well, this morning, as we celebrate the arrival of Christ, we look at something else that Jesus gives us far beyond anyone or anything else. Joy. Hope and joy. That sounds like a pretty good combination to me right about now. And the wonderful thing about it is there's nothing fake about it. Many of us have lamented the truth that Christmas has become a a generic feel-good time that has more to do with presents and commercialism than Jesus. One of the silver linings of these times, however, is that we can see how the things that we have looked to for joy just can't deliver. And so for one day, let's set aside the stuff. And look at how Jesus, just Jesus, provides lasting joy. It's a joy that we don't need to come up with ourselves, but is found in him and comes from him as a gift to us. And to see this, we're going to look at our psalm from this morning, Psalm 98. And what we notice right away is the joy of this psalm. Sing to the Lord a new song. It's calling us to worship our Lord, to praise Him. Verses 5 and 6 tell us to make a joyful noise using different instruments. It's a scene of joyful worship. Why this joy? Why praise God like this? Well, verse 1 tells us it's all about God. For He has done marvelous things. What a simple but wonderful statement. We Christians can take for granted just how marvelous our God is and just how amazing are the works of his hand. He has done marvelous things, not us, not our our government, not our culture. It's God and God alone who has done it. And what is it that he's done? His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. The Lord has gone to work and he has brought salvation. There is the message of Christmas right there. The Lord has worked salvation. Jesus came to bring salvation for his people, to put an end to all suffering and sin, to bring life and health and peace He has brought salvation, and it's all the Lord's doing. And he's done it in the sight of all nations. Jesus came to make God known to all people. His righteousness is shown through the whole world, our psalm says. Whether you're joining us from from Windsor, Ontario, or across the border in the U.S., or wherever you might be, the Lord has revealed his righteousness in your sight so that you might know the salvation he brings. What a joyful thing that is to consider, not just 
that salvation has come, which is pretty amazing in and of itself. But that God would love us that much to provide salvation for us. And it's not just the privilege of a select few. He didn't just show himself to to one group, but to the whole world. For it is not his will that any should perish, but that all would find salvation through faith, faith in his son, Jesus Christ. It's all his doing. He has worked a great salvation for us in Jesus Christ. And so let me ask this morning, how often do we praise God just for that? Not for the, the presents we opened in the morning or the, the meal that we're, we're going to have later on, but simply for working in the world and sending His Son for us. Where is our joy coming from this morning? There is no greater gift than the gift of God's salvation in His Son, Jesus Christ, my friends. And that might sound like a, an overworn and kind of cheesy thing we've all heard a thousand times, but we've heard it a thousand times because it's the plain old truth. It's why I say that as hard as this Christmas might be for some of us who aren't getting our, our normal Christmas season, it might just be a gift. Because all that other stuff is being stripped away so that we can take joy in our Lord and our Lord alone. Rather than this year being about who got what or how long it will be before, you know, weird Uncle Joe says something totally inappropriate at Christmas dinner, right? (laughs) We've all got that, that person. We can admit that, I think. Rather than being about all of that, it can just... Be about looking for and enjoying the joy of Jesus. Because God has done a marvelous thing on this day. Not only has the Lord done something marvelous, but He's done it for all the right reasons. Verse 3, He remembered His steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. God has acted out of his love and faithfulness. What an incredibly joyful thing to consider. God didn't act because we offered the right sacrifices. He didn't act because we hit the holiness level necessary to get his attention. He acted because he loves us and is faithful. He made a promise to deliver his people and he did it. He made a promise to remember mercy and love, and he did it, all because of who he is. And since that is who he is, there's nothing that can stop him from having steadfast love and faithfulness. Nothing can take that away. No matter how sinful I am, no matter what I'm experiencing at this point in life, God is loving and he is faithful. It is simply who he is. And that gives me great joy. Because he is loving and he is faithful. I don't need to do anything to get him to show me that. He worked in Jesus and he keeps working in this world through the Holy Spirit to show the world his salvation and his righteousness. His love and his faithfulness will never stop. That's a joyful thing. And taking the time to really consider that and pray about it That should give us joy, not just on Christmas, but every day. You know what? 
gets even better. I feel like I just tapped into my, my inner infomercial host. Wait, there's more. <laughs> it does get better. Because he has worked and because he has steadfast love and faithfulness, we can praise him that he will judge with righteousness and equity. The psalmist speaks of how all creation is to praise our God and it culminates with him saying, Let the rivers clap their hands, let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord. For he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. And normally when we think about God judging people, I'm not sure joy is our first response, but it is a joyful thing. Since God has worked in Christ Jesus, there is no reason for those of us who are in Christ Jesus to fear. He acts with perfect justice and righteousness. This day we celebrate the coming of God the Son, Jesus Christ, and faithful Christians know that His first appearing culminated with Him dying on the cross for our sin and rising again, trampling hell and Satan and removing the power of sin and death. That is the perfect justice and righteousness of God working out in real time. Jesus doing what no one else could do so that when He comes again to judge both the living and the dead, all those who believe in Christ will be covered with his righteousness. And here, well done, good and faithful servant. That is where life is heading for those who by grace have found salvation in Christ Jesus. Because of what the Son has done for us, the Father will look on his people and see the matchless holiness of his Son. And so we praise him. We give him thanks and praise and are filled with joy. And all of that began when Jesus came to walk among us. Born a child, not in a palace or a place of privilege, but laid in a manger. He lived the perfect life we could never live. He died the death our sin deserved. And then he rose again to finish the work that we could never do. The Lord has done a marvelous thing. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for us. He has made known his salvation through all the world, and he will come to judge with righteousness and equity because he has steadfast love and is faithful. What a joyful thing it is to behold, the nature and work of God. And so I, I urge you, take time this day to know the joy of the Lord, to worship him, to praise him today. If you need some, some help doing that this past week, we've been posting songs and playlists on our Facebook page. Go and listen to them. Have them playing in your house while you're preparing your Christmas dinner or you're chatting with friends and family on the phone or on one of your, your Zoom, uh, Zoom meetings. Let the joy of the Lord fill you this Christmas day. Joy is there for us all. And it is found in Jesus. The Lord indeed has done a marvelous thing. He is a wonder to behold. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you indeed have done a marvelous thing. You have sent your Son and we praise you that we can celebrate his coming. We give you thanks and praise that in him all the fullness of the Father is pleased to dwell. And so, Father, thank you that in him we can have salvation and we can know you and we can have your joy. 
And so fill us this day by your Holy Spirit with a joy that never ends, that we might worship and praise you all our days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.